What is up, Hype Squad? It's Patricia Hartley, and it's time for your Late Night Hype. On this Tuesday, September the 17th, 2019, and we broadcasting live, baby, from the OSI Black and Gold Studio here in Orlando, Florida, and this is your Late Night Lineup. Up first, we have our guest co-host joining us from the National Council of Negro Women. Plus, in Hype Squad Chronicles, we're going to give some advice to a graduate struggling to find a job. Then later, we're going to jump into this entertainment news to discuss Will Smith putting us to bed, Nicki Minaj's retirement, and Felicity Huffman's 14-day prison sentence. <laughs> and finally, we're going to wrap up with our empowerment quote of the day. And please remember that while Late Night Hype focuses on higher education, we are in no way affiliated with any college or university. But here at Late Night Hype, we do encourage all of our listeners to reach higher. And we want you to weigh in, Hype Squad. Just use our name, hashtag Late Night Hype, and that's night with a K. And follow us on SoundCloud for immediate notifications. Hype Squad, you know what time it is. It's time to get to know our guest co-host, the National Council of Negro Women from the University of Central Florida. NCNW is what we call them for short. They were founded by Dr. Mary McLeod Bethune in 1935 and has played an important role in the struggle for human and civil rights, all contributing to the peaceful solutions to the problems of human welfare, rights, and rights. Y'all give it up for the ladies of NCNW. Welcome into this place. Thank, thank you, you for having us. No, thank y'all for coming. Why don't you tell ladies, our audience, who you are, which includes your name, your major, and then what specifically inspired you to go to college? Okay, I'll start. Um, my name is Kamari Mike. I am a senior majoring in health science preclinical. Um, I am the current 2019-2020 president of the National Council of Negro Women. Um, what inspired me to go to college is just my family members, such as my mom and my dad, yes, who, mom. Um, yeah, who went to college before me and just kind of set that path and um, kind of set that standard for me to be successful and go to college after high school. So you're not a first-gen student? I'm not a first-gen first No, no, no. Ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I'm Jordan Warren. Um, my major is health science preclinical. I'm a senior, and I'm also the community outreach liaison for the 2019-2020 school year. And what inspired me to go to college is my mother. Um, she had my brother at 16, and she went to college and did that at the same time while also working a full-time job. So it also inspired me to go to college. Yes, mama! Yes. I gotta give mama just a round of applause. <laughs> yes, mama. Okay. Hello everyone, my name is Jasmine Robertson. I am currently a health sciences student, senior year, so we almost done. Shout out to the seniors. Is that class of 2020 or class of Class of 2020. 2020. Out. 2020. Out. 2020. Okay, I had to say that and she, this like, I'm the first generation born in this country. So, oh wow, yeah. that's major. So, for my dad's side, I'd be the first one going to college. Period. Like yeah. nobody. Wow. So it's only me. And I just know what kind of life I want to live, mm -hmm. and to live that life, I need a, a higher education, especially in this country. So, I don't disagree with that, and I'm so <laughs> glad that y'all talking about that because we'll talk a little bit later about some job placement after we graduate, right? Yeah. Um, now, I asked a few of you if you were first-gen students. Now, a couple of you do identify. So even if, I think it's, if neither of your parents or at least one of your parents did not go to college, you are essentially a first-generation student. So tell me, um, how has being a first-generation student impacted your college experience? Um, I would say it's like a roller coaster 
because even though my mom did go to college, she went to community college, okay. and like going away to university is not like really the same. She did have scholarships and such, but being in this country, it's hard to get papers and things like that. So you can't do a lot of things when you don't have mm. those things. Like college would be more expensive. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you don't have the right documents, you can't go. Yeah. So that's what restricted her from going to actual university. So it's a little different. Um, also, she went to college back in the day, so requirements is different. Yeah, <laughs> it as was far, different. Yeah, as far as like my dad's side, you know, it's just like he wants me to do better. It's like every generation, they give you more opportunity, more mm-hmm. opportunity, more opportunity to be better. Like my grandma on my dad's side, she's from Honduras, so she's not from here. So she came to this country to provide better opportunity. Then my dad, he went to the military to try to get money for, you know, his family and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. So it's just... I know that education will bring me to a better place to where I can help the rest of my family because I don't want, like, my kids to go through that. Like, they're doing better for them, so I have to do better for the rest of us. Yeah, yeah. And I love the fact that you're already thinking about the future, you know, because that's what it's about. It's about making sure that we provide something better for the next generation as well. Um, Anybody else have anything to say about that? Um, well, while I'm not first generation, I know a lot of NCNW members and a lot of my friends who are first generation. Um, and speaking specifically with NCN, I mean, sorry, with UCF, the opportunities that they provide and the scholarships they provide for first generation um, students are really rewarding. Like they have a number of scholarships, a number of opportunities. Um, like the MASS and MSC, they have pro- provided a lot of resources to work for first generation students. Yes, love mm-hmm. MASS, love mm-hmm. MSC. Yes, the Establish Her Summit is coming up in 2020. I just had to go ahead and like. Play that and put that in there as well. <laughs> but NCNW, I know that y'all have some events um, as well. But I want to ask y'all, out of all the schools to choose from in the world, why UCF? Um, I came from a middle school and a high school that were very diverse. Okay, and Jordan, so okay. my sister went to a HBCU, but then she also went to a predominantly black high school as well. So okay. I, I kind of want to continue to be around all types of cultures as well. Okay. So, and my cousin went as well, and it was closer to home, so why not? Why not? <laughs> See, you're not that far from family. I like that. Thank you, Jordan. Oh, okay, I'll go. Um, So... I did not want to stay home. I'm from South Florida. Uh, I feel like there's what shows. What's your area code? Nine five four. Nine five four. Nine five four. So I came from down south. A lot of distraction. I could not stay there. I could have went to FIU. I did get in, but okay. I was just like, I don't think I should stay home. And my mother didn't think I should either. Okay. She wanted me to have the experience that she didn't have, so she was like, go away to college. Um, UCF is very diverse. We're not even a PWI anymore. We are mm-hmm. HSI now. Mm-hmm. And, and South Florida Hispanic is... Hispanic serving institution for those mm-hmm. who don't know. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, South Florida is very diverse. Like, I've yes. never been in a school where it was just a lot of black kids, a lot of Hispanics. It's a mixture of cultures. So, like, that's what I like about being up here. And also, being from down south, I feel like the rest of Florida is, like, very, like... Different? Oh, I ain't from Florida. I'm not offended, but some people might be offended. She's talking about me. (laughs) But you got to understand, like, compared to down south, I would say the areas are more rural. So, like, Orlando and South Florida, this is, like, the closest you'll get Mm. to having, like, a city or, like, things to do in the area, per se. Okay. So that's what I meant. I just had a UF grad leave here. (laughs) UF Gainesville. I know it's a lot to do there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> no. 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 Like, there's really, so I just like the fact that it's diverse. There's a lot to do here. So I don't have to, like, leave and travel to yeah. do things. I can, like, stay Everything within is here. the city. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, well, um, my junior high school, I took a college tour, um, like, to all the colleges in Florida. And um, at all the schools, like, UCF felt like home for me. Um, like what Jasmine said, the diversity was, like, it was crazy. Yeah. And coming coming from a predominantly um, African-American middle and high school, um, no shade, no tea, but I didn't <laughs> want to go to HBCU. Um, and just coming to UCF kind of really broadened my horizon um, because, you know, I was very narrow-minded. All my friends were mm. black. Um, mm-hmm. Everybody I know was black. Let's be real. So, yeah, yeah. 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 So, so coming to UCF and having, um, having it be where I'm like one out of – three black kids in the class um for me it wasn't really a hindrance it just made made me feel like I need to stand out and kind of like you know represent for us yeah Mm -hmm. no matter what I like that and Mm -hmm. I like the fact that y'all were very y'all are very transparent about your experience you know you specifically talked about HBCUs which stands for historically black colleges and universities Mm -hmm. um but it sounds like you had you feel like a little bit of that experience going to middle school and high school where you were able to see individuals all the time who look like you Right? Yeah. Um, I will admit that it was money for me. So the reason why I didn't go to an HBCU is because the money was not at the HBCU. The money was at a different institution. And that's the institution, ladies and gentlemen, and they that I decided to go to. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So next question, ladies. Um, What is NCNW? And then what made y'all become a part of the organization? Because you ain't just members. Y'all are officers in the organization. Okay, so NCNW is a nonprofit community service based organization here, um, not only at UCF, but I think like a, at a nationally. number. Nationally. Yeah, nationally. Nationally at a num- number of schools. Um, our um, mission is to lead, develop, and advocate specifically for women um, and their families in their communities. Uh, we try to do that through our community service, our sisterhood, our just um, connection with the community and other organizations on campus. Um, and y'all got anything else to add? Yeah. Um, she said that's what it is, but that's really basically all that it is. Like, it's just, for me, I would say it's like a home away from home. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, you find people that you would never even think to, like, you don't even know them all walks of life, like, different you know, majors, yeah, area codes, Michigan. everything. Yeah. And because of the bonds, like, you know, they'll help you out, do random stuff. Like, I had her lab coat for a year. She let me borrow oh, it. Oh, that's so I have so to go sweet. buy one. She I gave it back. <laughs> I gave it back. Shout out to people letting you use the lab coat. <laughs> you know? Now, for people that's listening, if if they hear Negro and they hear something like black women, if I'm not black, can I join? Yes, yes you most definitely. can join. I have something to say about you that. So... Just short story. Um, so we do table. So my first, our first year on eboard, mm-hmm. I tabled, and it was during orientation. And they see a group of girls and like people from other races, and they'll come up and, oh, what is this? National Council of Negro Women. I literally had a lady and her daughter like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And I'm just like, what are you I'm sorry for? Saying, but like, like, even though it is National Council of Negro Women, yeah. there are like different cultures because even Eleanor Roosevelt. She was a part of it too. Ah. So yeah, I learned that recently. Yes. So you know, even when it was first started, mm-hmm. she was one of like the first members. So you yeah. know, it's not just that. It's just people with common goals coming together. Yes. We don't discriminate. Yeah, we're all women of color exactly. at yes. NCW, right? Mm-hmm. I love that. Anything to add to that, Jordan? Because you've been a little quiet on this one. Um, <laughs> so the reason why I joined NCNW is my sister was a member um, at Bethune Cookman. Oh, And so yeah. she was telling me, you should join, you should join. So I just went to one of the meetings, like, 
because I was bored. So I was like, why not? (laughs) (laughs) And so they kept asking me my name. And then every time I went to a meeting, they're very engaging. And then Kamari invited me to Cheddar's after community service. (laughs) And so after that, I met um, Jasmine. And now we can't go a day without texting each other. She stuck to my hip and she won't go away, but it's okay. I think they like it. I actually had a meeting with these ladies before we came on to do the podcast, and it just was good just having a chance to see them. They remind me of, like, being undergraduates myself. I'm not that far removed from being an undergraduate, but I'm a couple of years away from being far removed. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Um, So tell us what makes NCNW different from any other organization um, on campus, and then talk about some of the events y'all got coming up. Okay, so um, for me, what makes what made NCNW different for me, um, it was my first, first organization, and just... The sister, the sisterly bonds that we have, the annual events that we hold, um, we have Tea with Mary in the spring. Mm-hmm. We have Deal with It. Um, so Tea with Mary is an event where we honor our founder, Mary McLeod Bethune. Um, I didn't, I don't see a lot of orgs who do that. We also have Deal with It, is where like we have a forum and we talk about um, disparities that are happening within the Black community. Um, while other orgs are doing that, I just feel like our focus within women is very um, influential. Um, mm-hmm. We always have really, really good turnouts for our events. And being a like a freshman coming into into NCNW, I just loved how everybody really had a passion for the organization. Like yeah. you're not gonna say nothing bad about NCNW and have somebody like you know not look at you yeah, sideways. Yeah, like yeah. where do you get that from? Yeah, and I yes. think yeah, we just have like a presence on campus, and that that's what I liked about NCNW. Can I throw a compliment out there, mm-hmm. to y'all? So I just want to say, NCNW was the first organization to come on to the podcast. Yay. Y'all, we had we had no idea what the heck we was doing, <laughs> but y'all came on. So I want to give a special shout out. You are the first organization to ever be Yay. on the podcast. That's in spring 2016. So I'm oh, just wow. yes, we love you too. So you <laughs> Jordan, you was about to say something. I cut you off. Um, I would say NCNW is different. It's because um, I felt like when I went to other orgs, no tea, no shade. Not no tea, no shade. (laughs) But um, I felt like I had to know people in order to Mm. meet other people. Mm. I felt like um, with NCNW, they made me feel like I was involved a Mm -hmm. lot. So it was easy for me to, like, join the NCNW week committee with Mm -hmm. no problems and feel like I could make a change within NCNW. And I'm the type of person where I don't really like talking in public or um, it's very hard for me to find, like, friends and reach out and stuff. Yeah. So the fact that I am on Ebor right now, um, it amazes me now. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I would say it's truly a blessing, and um, just the experience that I had last year just being a member, it just made me want to do more for the organization. Yeah, yeah. Involvement is super important. I was very involved when I was an undergraduate, too. It does keep you busy. Like, you're kind of like, oh, my gosh, but the time goes by so fast. And your experience, when you look back on it and you reflect, you're like, dang, I needed that experience. Yeah, yeah. Um, What kind of events do y'all got coming up, specifically this fall semester? Deal with it. I heard about that. Yes. Um, So Deal With It, as Kamari was saying, is an event that we have when we talk about uh, different disparities in the uh, black community. Um, This year, our theme is My Health, My Right. So we kind of switched it up a little bit. So 
um, we're basically going to be touching up on some of the history of the disparities of black women within the health care system and why we seem to get um, the worst outcomes out of everyone else. But we're also going to um, help the students, especially women, um, how to take care of themselves um, in college. Um, so my biggest thing is if you're not physically healthy, then you can't be mentally healthy and you won't be able to, be able to reach your goals and the things that you need to do in order to get your degree. I love that. I love that. Mental health is so important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We don't always think about it, think specifically in the black community, mm -hmm. you know, as much as we um, should, but I think it's it's becoming a lot more important now and everybody's seeing that and we're yeah. focusing a little bit more on that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's true. Can yeah. I ask something? Yeah. So um, also with um, people seeing the word Negro and they're like, oh my God, I can't join. <laughs> um, a lot of males, they see the word women, they're like, oh, oh can I not join today? We are open to males as well. Men and can join in yes, yes, we've had males. We've, we've had, had males yes. in the past. Exactly. They get stoles and everything. They complete <laughs> yes, their three, 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 two. Exactly. So. If I would have known it, I was a man. Yes. <laughs> um, actually, the we had some males that came to our uh, general body meeting last night, okay. and they seemed to enjoy the meeting more than the ladies. No, but, honestly. And they were very <laughs> engaged, so yes. shout out to them. Yes. Okay. And a big thing we have for our men, we have a Mr. NCNW scholarship pageant. So, this well, spring will be the third scholarship pageant. Third scholarship, yeah, third scholarship pageant. Okay. Um, there is a scholarship, so money is provided. Money comes along with yes, that. Yes, money okay. comes along, and it's a great experience. Like anybody who's done the scholarship pageant, I think for the ebor and for the the contestants, it's been like a great experience. Yeah. So we have an interest meeting for that coming up on September twenty fifth at seven p.m. Y'all be sure to catch that September the 25th. I did know a Mr. NCNW. His name was Travis Slocum. Mm -hmm. He was awesome. He's our, our first. He was our the first, first. Yeah, first Mr. NCNW. I have <laughs> met the first ever Mr. <laughs> NCNW, Travis Slocum. He's come on to the show before, but he was also a great representation outside of mm -hmm. just, Definitely. you know, being Definitely. Mr. NCNW. No, he I always see. was represented. Yeah, we love Travis. Yeah. Um, oh. Oh, also to add, uh, Deal With It is October 3rd. It will be in the Psychology Building in Room 105 at 6.30. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm going to be out of town that day. Aww. That's okay. That's all right, y'all. Tell me how I go. I will be on your gram. I will look okay, on your yes. stuff. <laughs> be sure to share. Um, how many community service events do you think y'all participate in per year? And then do you have a philanthropy specifically? So, um, basically, we have at least two community services like events per month okay oh but wow yeah even yes. our community service chair yes even during the summer mm -hmm. we also do carpooling because that's one thing i love about this org i just got a car and i always have a car but i was very involved because yes we always like carpool no, yes. Yes. yes always but um our community service chair, shout out to Tiana, she has been on it. So we've been having more than two. So you have plenty <laughs> opportunities you know, to come yes. with us. Even we accept people from other orgs. You know, mm -hmm. it's community service. It's not just the, oh, you're not org, come. No, it, other orgs. Um, we also collaborate with different organizations as well in the community service. Okay. We're really big on community service, yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah. And our philanthropy is Harbor, Harbor House of Central Florida. It is a um, shelter for women and children who been affected by domestic violence. Okay. Mm -hmm. I like that. Um, so if I wanted to be a member or be involved in NCNW, how can I do that? How can you do that? You know what I want to do um, So in order to be a member, we have a special thing called the 333 rule. 
<laughs> so you have to do <laughs> you have to do um you have to attend three fundraisers or NCNW events, mm-hmm. um three general body meetings okay. and three community service events. Okay. And you also have to pay your thirty five dollars in dues. I gotta pay for something. Yes. With a nice shirt. It comes yes, with, it comes with a shirt. Look, a beautiful <laughs> shirt. shirt. Our shirts snap all the time. We got the ask best shirts ask okay. about us. We put a lot of thought into our and shirts. Into, okay. Yes. Awesome. We've gone to different campuses like we've gone to usf's pageant they invite us every year and every year they're just like wow your shirts are so nice mm-hmm. one year we gave them um we had extra shirts we gave them our shirts so nice. we pride ourselves on so the sisterly. shirts we'll have, we're gonna have a shirt for you thank, thank y'all you. oh my god we got you whatever i got to do to earn this shirt <laughs> i will i will now share your website your social media platforms as well with our audience um so for our instagram it is ncnw ucf and our Twitter is also NCNWCF. Okay. And I believe on Facebook as well. And NCAA. we're also on Knights Connect. Okay. So for the students listening, uh, you can get more information about us on there as well. That's right. Mm-hmm. Thank y'all so much. And y'all will have a chance to recap that information as well a little bit closer here oh. to the end. Okay. No, All okay. right. Okay. So y'all know what time it is. It's Hype Squad Chronicles. This is our advice column where we take a question, concern, or topic submitted by the high squad, and we discuss it on the show. Today's topic was submitted from a student from a state college. It reads the following. This summer, I graduated from a state college with my bachelor's degree. I thought I wanted to take a year off and work before going back to school to get my master's, but my current job does not pay well. Although I do not see myself in this position long term, I thought I would at least, it would at least get me by until I figured things out. What should I do? I'm looking at y'all ladies. Okay. So I, I just want to go first. First, it depends on your major. Okay. Um, I just, I'll relate to mine. Personally, I am going to take a year off before I go back to graduate school, but only it's because I'm health sciences. Okay. Um, what I need to do, I have to get clinical, like, hours, and I'm not doing that right now because I'm enjoying my college experience. I have a job. I'm involved on campus, and I also have classes. So I'm taking a year off. So I feel like if you're going to take the year off, make sure you're building yourself to be what you need to be mentally, physically, financially to get into grad school so that you're in the right headspace. Because it's no joke, and it's expensive. Yes, and that's good (laughs) advice. It's very good advice, like making sure you're prepared for the next step. Yeah. Yeah, piggybacking on what Jasmine just said, um, if you're deciding on taking a year off first, I I advise to get another job. Um, Get a job that's in your field and that pays well because um, that's what I'm, I'm trying to do. I plan to take a year off, but I plan to get a job that would be um, a resume builder and like I plan to go to medical school so that medical schools can look at it and say she did take a year off but you know during that time she was doing this and mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think taking a year off is good also to build your resume but also to figure out what you really like and what you don't like because I feel like um, when you're in college you're just doing the course slow is because it's in your degree, but you don't really get the time to think and, you know, sit back and be like, is this what I really want to do? Yeah. And sometimes you might find something else, but as far as the job part, yeah, find another job that's within <laughs> your field. Um, right now I'm working at the hospital. Um, my major is health science. And I would say I see a lot of people who work at my job. And, I mean, they give us hours, but they don't give us as much hours. But um, I feel like you just have to find something else. I feel like working at the hospital is great, but 
hold up. Working at the hospital <laughs> is great, but I know a lot of people who's taken off and is not giving the money that they need. Mm-hmm. And so now they're trying to work at an office or something else like that. So try to figure out what you want to do on that year off before you graduate and also have deadlines. Because oh, if you don't have deadlines, then you true. can't track yourself. Okay. In college, you have deadlines, but if you're out of school, you really don't have any deadlines. Yeah, and do you, things to yeah. keep you motivated. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, I love that. Oh, and even I was going to say, um, being that you did graduate and you have a degree, some people will be in your same position that are still undergrad and, like, get paid way less than you. So try to look for a job that, you know, values that degree and kind of give you some money. I, what she said. I love that. Yes. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, it always happens. Some people graduate and they get a good job. Some people graduate and it's not quite what they want. Some people graduate, get a good job, and don't like the good job that they get. Yeah, they got, true. right? Yeah. Some people are majoring in stuff that they thought, oh, my gosh, I think I want to do this. They get into the field and then they want to change it up, right? Yeah. That happens as well. But um, according to an online article, millennials born from 1981 to 1996 are currently the largest segment in the workplace, and it, and it is expected to grow. Um, these are some tips on how to help you land a job after college, according to the simpledollar.com. Now, these ladies has already given you some good tips. They told you to build your resume, essentially. That also means, like, you know, get your cover letter together. Mm-hmm. If you're an alumni, you can come back and you can use career services. Mm-hmm. You can use the writing center. They can assist you and help you as well. But clean up your online world as well. So if you got some online tweets that you got out there that you ashamed of, <laughs> oh my God. type your at name in the search bar in <laughs> all the bad words and delete them. Okay? Delete it. Delete it, okay? Beef up your LinkedIn profile. We do not be on LinkedIn like we be on Facebook. But let me tell you, LinkedIn is the Facebook for the workplace, okay? LinkedIn is where it's at. If you want to be on something all day and let your boss catch you on it, LinkedIn (laughs) is what you want to be caught on, okay? Um, Attend job fairs and apply, apply, apply. Like, if you have nothing right now or if you're not satisfied, it seems like, with your position, apply for something else. Oh, and also get in the habit of checking your email yes. um, more than Why? you check Twitter. Um, and because I know a lot of people who had got a, a job opportunity but did not check their emails. It is wow, me. It is I. That happened to me my freshman year. I was so looking sad. for a job forever, and I was looking and looking. And then one day I was cleaning up my email, and I saw a callback for an interview that I never answered. And after that, I promise you, every day you I wake your up. Email? I know. Honestly. Yes. Just like you check email. Twitter, check your email. Check your email. Oh, my god. Okay. I may need to take that hint. <laughs> you know, um, also network like it's your job and then volunteer. You talked about having a job at the hospital, but sometimes you don't have to get a job to work in the field that you want to be in. Sometimes yeah. you can just try to volunteer. Um, volunteering is great, but if you can get paid, that's a bonus. <laughs> Go on, sis. It's like, uh-uh, volunteer if you want to, but, sis, but if you can get paid. A lot of people, people can get jobs Oops. from the volunteering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you volunteer people, sometimes they do get paid. The people that are ahead of it, they do. If they see you consistent, you know, if you're volunteering somewhere that you like. Um, and volunteering is also very therapeutic. Life is hard. But Life if is. you can help others that are in, like, a worse position than you, or even doing something that's just... You know, it'll just help you out. Yeah. Mental health. It's rewarding. Yeah, um, sure. One thing somebody told me is the best thing to do when you're thinking about yourself is to get your mind off yourself and mm-hmm. put it on someone else. And a lot of the time, that's what service does. Yes, it allows yes. you to be able to get your mind off yourself and put it on someone else. Because we have fun. <laughs> it yeah. looked like we have a lot of fun. It looked like y'all be having fun. Y'all study hard, but then you also play hard as well. Yes. Now, if you have a question, need advice, or just have a topic that you'd like for us to discuss on the show, be sure to DM us on IG or Twitter at Late Night Hype, and that's night with a K. People, 
let's get into this What's the Hype Entertainment Alert. Um, I gotta give a special shout out to Kiki Palmer. I'm so glad that you have joined Michael Strahan and Sarah Haynes as a third co-host on ABC's Strahan and Sarah. Palmer filled in as a guest co-host several times while Haynes was on maternity leave, which she returned from a while ago. And now Kiki has been, um, she's had so much fun filling in, so I'm excited about the fact that she's now having a permanent role, okay? Um, Felicity Huffman, I don't know if you ladies are familiar, you're a little young, but you may have heard about this. You may or may not have heard about this. She was on Desperate Housewives, she's an actress. Um, Well, she got sentenced. Actress Felicity Huffman has been sentenced to two weeks in federal prison for her involvement in the college admissions cheating scandal, according to USA Today. She's gonna be reporting to prison on October the 25th, so she can't make a couple of events that y'all got. (laughs) Huffman's sentence handed down at a hearing in Boston last week is way less than what federal prosecutors were threatening in March when she, former Full House star okay, Loughton, and fashion designer House, yes. were among dozens of parents, college officials, and college admission consultants arrested in a sweeping indictment that suggested more than a few rich and powerful families were getting their children into elite colleges and universities through bribery, cheating, and lying. Um, apparently, Felicity didn't go in trying to BS and be like, oh my gosh, I don't know what happened. Ooh, it ain't me. She was honest. She was straightforward. I did it. I shouldn't have did it. I apologize to the families, my daughter, her children, of the friends, the future of our family, and the Huffman system. Like, she really was apologetic. I know I'm being a little funny, but she no, that's did. Good. That's probably she was why her, her sentence wasn't as long. They do, like, appreciate honesty in the courtroom. That entire um, situation was just very... I don't think that's why she got only two weeks because of her honesty. Sis, it's the money. You think it's the money? It's that money. Why? Money talks. <laughs> what the what the money doing? Money, money talks. I feel like if the money talks, <laughs> I don't think that she would even got <laughs> sentenced. No, honestly, that's when my mom told me about this situation, why? Well, it's privilege. It's privilege here. It's privilege. Honestly, people. like it's honestly do it. The key. Some people are just like, okay, she bribed, whatever, why she in jail time. But I think that, you know, they're making an example. There's people actually work hard, you know, Mm -hmm. like not getting in. Because it's not like, oh, her her kids are taking spots and they didn't take it away from somebody. They are taking it away from somebody. Mm -hmm. That's someone's future. So, you know, you can't mess people's future like that. A lot of people, I feel like, that are wealthier, they don't think about, like, the little people. They're just thinking about their family. But then Mm -hmm. again, a lot of people do just think about their family, their kids, you know that's normal but at the same time like you know come on sis come on no sis. honestly she, go to another college <laughs> how, are, how are her kids gonna make it like you just they could literally go they to got money. their way they could have been they ha- they literally could have gone to any other college in the world like she has money she could have sent them somewhere else that money she used to bribe she could have sent them off somewhere else where they no. would have gotten they it. probably was gonna get accepted 50. yeah <laughs> she probably would have started the whole school for yeah. them and had they all this college. money she they couldn't find tutors they the couldn't find tutors the easy way out yeah but it's definitely definitely privilege um because there was another situation where a black woman changed her address to get her son mm-hmm. into yeah. a better school mm-hmm. and she got sentenced way time. more time so, yeah, it's definitely privilege. Now, I didn't read, read that story, but I heard that that person may have had some other criminal things oh, in their look. life as well. All right. <laughs> but, <laughs> I mean. But the truth is, is, if we're really talking here, it's a privilege thing. It it's is. a socioeconomic status. And they were, I'm sure that the black woman who was 
charge mm-hmm. versus Felicity Huffman, mm-hmm. who has money, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. There's a complete difference. There's a socioeconomic status difference. And she did not play her cards right because I feel like there are a lot of, of rich, richer people that give donations to the school mm-hmm. in return. She's saying that's a different way to finesse. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, she do that. Felicity, did you hear? Did you hear Jordan? <laughs> Jordan told you what to do. No, on uh, <laughs> Becky. <laughs> I was. Y'all, I was sad about Aunt Becky. Aunt Becky gonna get a long time. No, She's I gonna was, be a different example. No, yeah. that's her. I said, wait a minute. I think it's gonna be more than fourteen days for her. No, you uh, think so? I think it's gonna be you more think than fourteen days. More? I think they're gonna add it's more. It's not finalized. Uh, hers is not finalized. Oh. Yeah, Aunt Becky ain't nothing okay. finalized for Aunt Becky. That's all right. We'll see. Full house. I'm telling Uncle you. Uncle Jesse's wife. Oh. And they had the twins. <laughs> they did. Oh, She's it. so unforgettable. That's okay. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Just know that we'll see in a, about a month or two what happens with this other side of the case. Okay. She didn't watch Nick at Night in yeah. the shows. I'm, I was asleep, <laughs> like my mother told me to be. <laughs> <laughs> and studying, because she got orgo. I'm <laughs> That's all right. I didn't rush in and brought it up. She I saw me. I'm sorry. I we did. both got orgo. Shout out to orgo. No, shout no, out no orgo. shout out. They don't no sh- shout out. But y'all need that for fe- y'all future doctors. Listen. Yes. Listen, listen. I love it. I'm pumping it up. I'm pumping no it up. No pain, no gain. No pain. My doctor don't even <laughs> no remember pain. what happened in Oregon 1. So <laughs> Do y'all remember what's going on with Nicki Minaj and her retiring? And I must admit that if y'all listen to rap, you got to tell me what you think. Oh, Nicki about- Minaj retiring, what's your thoughts? Um, it's great. <laughs> oh, it's great. Jordan I, 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 I kind of agree. So I love Nikki, but I love old Nikki. I'm an original Nikki. old Nikki fan. Like I was in sixth grade Barbies. listening to Itty Bitty Piggy so I can oh, know all the lyrics okay. so I can go to school and show out. You feel me? I love old Nikki. <laughs> so but what? Print, you had the wig Nikki. Yes, I, I just feel like Nikki. Pink Friday. Yeah. Pink Friday. I feel like she can. I never had the wig. <laughs> Not the wig. <laughs> I had the bang. The bar, I had the Barbie the chain. No. You had the chain? It's, it was fake. My mother was the guy from the flea market. My mother down to the My mom didn't want all that. You feel me? She didn't want all that. But honestly, I just feel like she can always come out of retirement. You know how many times people say they retire and they come out? She wants to start a family. Like, she's been so invested I in her know. career. Yeah, and she finally, you know, now it seems like she got a man that she going to stay with this time. So... But if she used to come out of retirement, like, it wouldn't be the same. Nikki. We don't know that. Okay. I, I, sometimes I don't people, know why she told us. people I take said, a yeah. break. Yeah. pregnant. Oh, yeah. And I said Nikki. Like, Beyonce already did Beyonce. that. Nikki is a, she likes to set trends. She got to set, okay. So, so she, she's like, you know what, I'm going to just, I feel like she realized that there's a lot of female rappers in the game now. Now? Because when she was out, what well, no, nobody. No, there, there yeah, wasn't, that's, and that's okay. fine. That's and she, she dominated, but now she has open doors. I don't like when people try to take that away from Nikki. Yeah, I don't, I don't. Okay. There has been people before her but it hasn't been consistent but now and people, they have not been a everybody Nikki, no. everybody who says anything about Nikki like they're like oh Nikki Minaj like you can't deny her talent you it's cannot there. deny yeah, the but trend she has put. opened the door social media everything like the world is changing so because there's so many female artists she can retire it's okay I'm gonna be honest the last album I listened to fully of Nicki Minaj mm-hmm. was the one where her leg was out. What's it called? The Pink um, Friday. Was it <laughs> no. Pink? No, was it Pink Friday? Oh, you mean old, old? Oh, yes, her I first like, album. Her I first like, album. That was the only one I listened to. Pink, Pink Friday, Friday was the first yeah. album. I personally, like, if people are in hip-hop, I like, you know, the fact that she tries to be diverse and stuff. But, yeah. like, she's very poppy to me. I don't, like... New Nikki, yeah, n- not my favorite. Mm, not I not like not. old Nikki. I don't okay, like old Nikki. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nikki when she was still with old Bay. Yeah, yes. yeah. With Lil Wayne, itty bitty yes. piggy Nikki. Young okay. I think it's I even good to love. retire before you ruin your legacy. Big, yeah. Oh. And I think oh. at oh. one point, oh. Oh. 
All right. I feel like at one point she kept trying too hard, and I feel like she kept getting more backlash. Um, And she has. That she deserved. I feel like she started speaking out, and you know how it is when women and, like, entertainment they start speaking out everybody's just like shut up no they don't want to say that they're they saying yeah. that but and that's how it's checks. portrayed and a lot of people you know i just feel like because she was coming off as being bitter and all this stuff because of cardi's come up like they're making her seem jealous they're pinning them against okay. each other and yeah. then i just feel like it's okay for her to take a step back and it started i feel like it started to like you can see that in her music because even some of her verses and stuff i'm just like she <sighs> sound bitter. 2012, 2010, Nikki would have killed this. Yeah. this. But like, it's like portraying through like you know what she's saying. People listen to her Queen podcast. I've never listened to it. I okay. but I feel the like they, I feel yeah, like they yeah, listen to it because I feel like she's ranting. You feel me? Yeah. Mm. I feel like that's why you know people love to see a show. That's why people like reality TV. Well, they since like we're see. talking about it, her real ranter when she be having Bay on like Instagram Live oh, and she be. The, Trying to, no, I guess, uh, talk up their relationship, and I'm like, Nikki, that ain't even like, don't do mm, that. She's trying to prove, yeah, yeah. And I'm just part, just the relationship, though. I yeah. like Nikki be your nineteen thousand personalities for like the rap game, but I think personally, she's hurting. Yeah, yeah I, I think feel so like too. People talk about her really bad on social media, and I think that makes her feel like she has to change. Cause I know I saw some comments where people be like, "Oh, she's about to be forty. She has no kids. She's not married. She's only like thirty six. Right? Yeah, yeah, but she, you know, people, she's in her mid thirties. But you know how people are. are. They're just like That's your prime." People like to compare. So, like, Beyonce had her kid, but Beyonce had her kids late. But also, Beyonce opened up about how she had miscarriages and stuff like that. Yeah. So, like, that's the thing. People, I mean, obviously, her barbs are upset that she's retiring, but she's not going to disappear out the limelight. If anything, what I think she's going to do, she's a go-getter. She's going to make some money off these other rappers. Remember, she had that contest with the uh, Megatron. I think she's going to sign people. I think she's going to make a profit off of other people and Hmm. be able to relax and enjoy her life. Okay. The smart way. I think Nikki is a very smart businesswoman. and nobody if I'm being real about a female rapper that's really been able to truly do that I haven't really seen the I haven't seen anybody do it like that not the way I would have wanted to do it and I don't Mm -hmm. mean like you coming up and you got like one other rapper Mm -hmm. that kind of I'm talking about like you got like 12 other folks in your team she's lasted she's lasted the longest she has consistently she's Mm -hmm. been consistent because there are other female rappers they come back but like she's been in the light consistently for like the past 10 years can nobody take that away from her she young money she's still I guess she's still with them young so money cash good. money yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then now Wayne got his money so shout out to Wayne for getting his money yeah. yes. Yes. Ooh, and being oh back on gosh. tour I don't know what happened the other day and why you didn't finish off whatever you was doing mm-hmm. with Blink 182 and the tour you're on whatever but we're glad you're back <laughs> <laughs> we are so glad that you are back Wayne like you are classic in the game no, boo you being out for that long we was hurt. I was I was hurt for you cause I, I know you felt the type yeah. of way I, I was hurt for you Yes. And Will Smith is putting us to bed. TheGrio.com reports that Will Smith and Dame Helen Marin will read a bedtime story during a one-night fundraising event to help fight global homelessness. Smith and Marin will each tell their story from different locations during the world's big sleep out on December the 7th. The campaign will encourage people in 50 cities globally to sleep outside for a night in hopes of raising $50 million for charity. Smith's reading will take place in Times Square in New York City, while Mirren will appear in um, a place in Times Square. Excuse me. Nope, they're going to be in London, but I can't remember the name of that place. It's Trafalgar 
Traflagler Square. I'm just going to spell it for y'all. T-R-A-F-A-L-G-A-R. And I'll make sure to practice that next time. <laughs> Each location is expected to feature live performances, and the sleep out will be held in other major cities, including Chicago, Amsterdam, Madrid, and Los Angeles. Why y'all didn't include Orlando? Honestly. You know what I'm saying? I love Will Smith. Put us out. Girl, Will is my... That's my forever husband. <laughs> That's my forever <laughs> babe. Like, I thought I was going to grow out of it. Like, you know, because I no, like because he's still really? fine. When parents I, just don't understand. Before he got onto the hole. Oh, like, I, when parents yeah. just don't understand. Just, understand. Oh like, I like oh, parents just don't we understand. Before, before, thank you. Before you were born. That's what we thought of. Thank you. Right. Thought of. I just want y'all to know. You know, he's out of your league. Age-wise, he's out of your league. Don't worry. I got you. Very much so. Jada, I don't share, but I will. That I will. And let's go back to the top box office blockbusters hits according to box office mojo so number five was the lion king he's still trucking up there 3.6 mm, million good sad. boys came in at 4.2 million angel has fallen 4.4 hustlers came in at 33 million and it chapter two still at the top 39 million dollars i have not seen any of those movies but i know hustlers made a lot of money because they Cardi had B. an all-star cast yes. that's exactly it. Cardi B. even their even their trailer was not it didn't show anything like a storyline or anything it but was it just did. clips 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 but you see kiki you see j-lo yeah you see cardi huh. it's a wrap and you, you see a pole know. that's yeah. all you need yeah. you see that's all you need we all like <laughs> what you doing j-lo that's true okay she did. J Lo did say that Cardi B, I guess, taught her a couple of things. Really? Yeah. Okay, Cardi. Taught her a couple of things. And yeah, but J Lo, you know, J Lo a little thick back there, so I'm it wasn't crying. hard. J Lo's a dancer. We know J Lo. She like is J-Lo. a dancer. Yes. I'm your <laughs> private dancer. <laughs> wasn't she on In Living Color, right? Yes, yes she was. Yes. She was a dancer. Yes. I love that show, In Living Color. We need something like that, bang. Yes. Yes, that's when she right after <laughs> and Diddy, but we ain't gonna go. There. Oh, you know, oh, not really. Okay. Um, so let me talk to you a little bit about our late night hype update. So September the seventeenth. We were supposed to be doing an open mic night, but we decided to switch it up on y'all and actually do a podcast episode with NCNW, <laughs> but we'll keep you posted on that future open mic night date. And on September the 24th, we have partnered with the UCF chapter of the National Society of Black Engineers to host an open mic night on Tuesday, September the 24th. Cash prizes will also be awarded. And if you want a road trip with us, come on. We're going to Pensacola, Florida um, on November the 2nd. The mission of the Stump Fest, which is the event that we'll be um, attending is to immerse the Gulf Coast in contemporary African-American art, dancing, and stepping blended with a mix of spoken word, live music, and visual artistry while showcasing the influence this rich culture has on black Greek letter organizations. For the latest updates regarding Stump Fest, visit www.stumpfest850.com. And Florida colleges and universities, email us a copy of your school flyer and we will post it on our social media accounts. Yep, it's just that simple. Be sure that the flyer includes your school, city, event, and the date, and we will share it with our followers. DM us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, or shoot us an email at late night hype, and that's night with the K, if you'd like for us to shout out your office or student organization's upcoming events. Ladies, we about to get ready to head out, but do y'all have anything else that you want to say before we roll out? No, this was a great opportunity. Thank, Thank you, you Thank y'all. for inviting and us. I have to snatch this away from oh, you. you're fine. You're fine. I'm missing a whole page <laughs> on my script. <laughs> <laughs> but how can our people get in touch with y'all? Wait, you was finna say something. So I was. What you finna I say? I was gonna say that anybody who wants to join NCNW, I greatly encourage you to come, challenge yourself, mm-hmm. and definitely challenge me, help me grow professionally. Mentally, basically, like I've just met so many great people, so I encourage you guys to get involved. Even not, even if it's not with us, definitely get involved on campus. Don't go through college; just going through the motions. Exactly. Make memories. That's right. 
So our social media is NCNW UCF on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And I love the fact that y'all talked about being involved. I'm, I'm a strong believer in something called Aston's theory of involvement, which there's a whole lot of stuff that it says, but essentially students who are involved are more likely to actually be retained and graduate. So if you are involved to your institution, at your institution, you're you're more connected, so you're more likely to actually graduate. So please, what these ladies said, if it's not NCNW, let it be something. Get involved in some student organization, okay? Thank you again, NCNW. No problem. Thank you so much. Thank you for having us. No problem. so much fun. Y'all have empowered me. (laughs) (laughs) I always say that y'all as students inspire me more than I could ever inspire y'all. And I think that y'all be looking at me like, you're just supposed to say that. But no, it really is the truth. Y'all do. So thank y'all for inspiring me. And we're going to leave with an inspirational quote from somebody you might know. Mary McClyde Bethune said this. She said, I leave you love. I leave you hope. I leave you the challenge of developing confidence in one another. I leave you a thirst for education. I leave you a respect for the use of power. I leave you faith. I leave you racial dignity. I leave you a desire to live harmoniously with your fellow man. I leave you finally a responsibility to our young people. So ladies, I'm leaving you ladies with the responsibility of our young people. Okay? All right? No problem. (laughs) And remember, you can catch us every other Tuesday on SoundCloud at 10 p.m. And thank you for your continuous support since our March 2016 debut. And I just so happened to be with the organization who helped us launch our first ever episode. So I'm definitely proud of that. Be sure to follow Late Night Hype on now Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Podcasts, IG and Twitter using the handle Late Night Hype and you can also interact with us using the hashtag Late Night Hype and that's night with a K. Tune in next time when we'll have another episode of Late Night Hype. Good night. Bye.